Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. I remember people who would be like, oh, I'm making some healthy choices. You're like, loser, <laughs> grow up, be cool. And then you're like, oh, no, wait, I'm in a puddle and you're fine. You've made the right decisions. I'm the idiot. That's lovely Lewis Hobber, Triple J guy, TV presenter, comedian and self-described accidental Where's Wally impersonator, which is extra funny when you know he grew up on a nude beach, I reckon. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm, tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Lewis Hobber is quite young by my standards. He's never been a performer in a time without social media which means that unsolicited feedback from strangers has always been part of his professional life. Social media doesn't appear to be going anywhere, so Lewis has factored it in, among other things, when figuring out how to calm his farm. I went to film school. I started to, like, write comedies. And then from there, I ended up on this very strange TV show called Hungry Beast. It was almost like a national talent call for new people who had never worked in TV before and happened to get that job and started that was my first year out of uni and it was incredible I met heaps of wonderful people there who are still some of my best friends and it was also like an incredible sort of television boot camp Andrew Denton was the producer and he's an incredible mentor and and now friend as well which is lovely definitely the feeling of going from like working at a bar in Melbourne and then like four months later having done no TV at all, being on national television, was pretty wild. And certainly, like, the first season of our television show was not very good because, obviously, none of us had done it before. So it was never going to be that good. But being put in front of, like, a sort of national spotlight, particularly with this pressure of, like, this is the new talent, and you're like, oh, fuck, are we? And everyone just being like, well, this is the new talent, then we're all fucked or whatever. (laughs) You know, like, oh, great. So it was also my first exposure to... um, strangers letting me know their opinions, which has been something that um, I've had to deal with. 
it was pretty confronting. And definitely, I think there was a period where I went from extreme like excitement and confidence to be like, this is an incredible opportunity to like quite anxious, extreme like imposter syndrome and a feeling that I didn't belong there and I should just quit. And then kind of like having a little bottom out and then kind of coming back to just being like, well, fuck, what are you going to do? Just do the best you can. And that's kind of all we can hope for. It can be sometimes hard when you have a job that everyone thinks is amazing and it is amazing, but sometimes it can be a bit hard to put your hand up and say like, I know that this is amazing, but it's also brutal. I'm also like 24 years old and I was literally just a fucking waiter a few months ago and now a thousand people are yelling at me. Strangers on the internet that I've never met want to tell me that I'm not just like not talented, but a bad person, like as my fundamental core. And it can be kind of hard to sort of go, that's actually really hard and weird without people just going, well, it's part of the business. You put your hand up for it. You've chosen this, so deal with it. And I think I just had all those conversations in my head and decided to just not say anything and just try to deal with it. And I think it meant that I had some pretty serious anxiety for a long time that I just didn't acknowledge. And also radio particularly, you're not a character. You're not scripted. You are basically saying to the audience, this is me. This is actually me and who I am, more or less. Maybe the like more entertaining version of me, but you're pretty much saying, I hope you like me as a person. And when people don't, even if it's one person, for those first few months, you're a bit like, am I unfunny? Am I annoying? Maybe I am. And then you can kind of get into this tailspin of being like, maybe I do just suck. Maybe I'm just like a rubbish person. And then you sort of just realize that like, There's no world where anyone is loved by everyone. There isn't a human being in any world, in any job that has universal acclaim. And then you just kind of get comfortable with that. You're like, oh yeah, there are going to be people who hate me and hopefully they hate me quickly and leave. (laughs) I think probably there are lots of things I wish I'd done sooner that I eventually started doing, like therapy and just some of the real basic stuff that everyone tells you to do, you know, exercise, eating well, don't go out every night. Some of the like real basic stuff that you'll always ignore to a point, but you always kind of know in the back of your head that you're like, I bet it would help if I did it. And then when you do it, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, they're right. It does help. I think for a long time, probably in a pre-pandemic life, often your assessment on anything you did was like, how close to perfect was it? Whether it was an idea or whether it was cooking or exercise or a relationship or whatever, you're like, it was often a very perfectionistic way of looking at things which was like did I get close to 100% no I didn't I got to 80 and then you sort of analyze all the things you did wrong whereas I feel like in a post-pandemic or a lockdown world the thing that has helped me is try to view every day as starting at zero and anything I can do to add to that is a win rather than starting it at 100 and imagining anything I don't do as a loss and the other thing was just being like if it doesn't happen that day try not to spiral into a pit of self-loathing and despair and just realize that tomorrow is another day you could do one minute of exercise two minutes of exercise it's so easy to spiral at the moment and so easy to be angry at yourself and so easy to get caught up in the intense expectations and also the panic of panic you know you're like well i know i'm gonna panic so i should cook and eat and then all of a sudden you're in more of a tiz than if you just relaxed obviously you can't just be like just relax but yeah for me um just trying to like really lower those expectations really put the bar as close to the floor as possible so that you can jump over it and then give yourself a little pat on the back. 
For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.